0: Our grog. Hey everyone, it's the Sideshed Podcast with me, Peter Fickling, Kerry Warbuss and Matthew Weir. Um, So guys, what have you got to
1: confess? (laughs) Good one. It's nice to have you back, Peter, by the way.
0: Oh yeah, I'm back, aren't I? What did you think of my um, pathetic, I
1: am really ill,
0: ill voice? Was it convincing?
1: Oh, was it an act?
0: Do you know what? Actually, I didn't dial it up. That was fully authentic. I was absolutely smashed last week. I mean... You'd have to be pretty ill to give up the chance to drink in the you know unfettered raw charisma of Matthew and Kerry, so yeah,
1: <laughs> you're very good at acting, aren't you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I went well as as we all know, I won an award um,
1: Oh yeah <laughs> you did didn't you no it's It's lovely to have you back. Confessions, ooh, linked to this week's story yes, um, I confess, I didn't know the Easter Bunny had a horn.
2: Well, if Lily's feeling you up, you're gonna get one, aren't you?
1: Good point. Do you think it's a male or female? They've got a flat ass, haven't they?
0: I'm. Well, I think it's Vince. That's my. And I don't think Vince has a flat ass.
1: Mm, I think it. I think it's Rob. My hope is that it's Rob, and he's come to shake things up. Helen's. Oh look, boys! It's the Easter Bunny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and out comes the knife. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Yeah, what is the horn actually? Some sort of weapon (laughs) concealed?
0: (laughs) I was I was very taken with the idea, your idea. It was Rob, and obviously, my silly side wants Hmm. it to be Rob. But I, I, I'm terribly. They're very serious these days on the archers, aren't they? So I don't think it's going. They're not going to make that happen, Carrie.
1: Boring.
2: I gave multiple options on the Facebook page, but people just came in. I left the poll open so Hmm. people were able to come and add their own thoughts. We've got Rex, Rob, Russ all along as some performance art thing. It's a, it, it's a real rabbit.
1: Why do they keep using the letter R?
2: Mm, it's, that's a good point, isn't it? The ghost of Bert Fry. Uh, my suggestion was both of the incredibly rakish Gleason twins are in the one costume. <laughs> yeah.
1: I like that idea. Yeah,
2: And Justin and Shula got an inclusion, which doesn't bear thinking about.
0: Oh, Kenton.
1: Oh, yeah, it could be Kenton.
0: It's a kind of goofy thing Kenton would do. But why? I mean, it has to be someone who could one might know that there's there's even talk of the Easter Bunny Mm. thing going on. And then two is wacky enough Kenton style to actually bother to go out, get the suit and then and then wander around the grounds hoping for, you know, some kind of larks and shenanigans.
1: But it wasn't the grounds, was it? Because they were elsewhere. They sort of bumped into him god I can't remember where it was because they they were in Ambridge yeah that's it yeah that's the place (laughs) that's where they were um wouldn't that mean that Lily was
2: um like that means Kenton was getting felt up by his niece
1: and didn't say a word you know why was the rabbit mute maybe the rabbit was sort of had tape over its mouth and it was part of he was being controlled by someone else.
2: I reckon it's some the same person that works in the chocolate place because when Beth's egg arrived, Lily was just like, here's your egg, and there was no verbal communication. <laughs> this person just handed her an egg and walked away again.
1: <laughs> I did. It did cross my mind that it could be the ghost of Nigel and that no one will ever see the rabbit again.
2: Oh, I like that.
1: Mm. Was the rabbit really there at all? Yeah.
2: I mean, that is, it was a very Nigel thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Dressing up as the Easter Bunny.
1: And ghosts can't talk, so.
2: Yeah, I'd love it if, um well, tell that to ghost hunters. They're convinced they talk. Um, But uh, yeah, that would be great. If it if it, it's never seen again and never explained, except mm-hmm. from across the grounds at Lower Loxley on a full moon. Yvette
0: <laughs> Cooper doing a special one-off <laughs> guest appearance on The Archers as the Easter Bunny.
1: Oh, I'd love that. I used to watch that bloody program, Most Haunted.
2: Do you mean Yvette Fielding? Yvette Cooper Cooper's a politician. Oh
1: yeah, if if Yvette Cooper did it, that'd be... I, I'd, I'd be bang
2: up for that.
0: As I was as I was saying it, I was like, I haven't quite got that right, have I?
1: There aren't many Evets, though, are there in in uh, fame world? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you had you you had two to choose from. Yeah, I still totally got it wrong. You picked the wrong one.
0: Oh well, never
2: mind. I have a confession, by the way. Hmm. I don't know who Shirley Ballas is.
1: Ah, I looked her up. She's, um, I did think they said Ballast, which I quite liked. That would be a good name for a ballroom dancer, wouldn't it? (laughs) Really nimble on their feet. Yeah. She's on Strictly and is one of the judges. I don't watch that program.
2: Yeah, I suspected it was something to very much of UK culture that I'm unaware of.
1: Middle England.
2: It's a bit weird that the Gleason twins are now front and centre of everything, despite the fact we didn't hear from them ever until two weeks ago.
1: Yeah, barely a conversation goes by without them being described. What was the link?
2: One of them used to be a ballroom dancer?
1: They both were ballroom dancers. One of them got an injury. They turned on their ankle and that was their career gone. They gave up that career and so did the other one in solidarity.
2: To be fair, if you go down on your uncle, that should end any career, shouldn't it?
1: (laughs) Did you have that all prepped, Matthew? What? Be honest. You did, didn't you? Yes, you did, didn't you? Well done. It's just Ian's accent, isn't it? I do love you. (laughs) Yeah, I don't understand why that conversation was happening, by the way. Not that one we just had, but why were the Gleason twins talked about in that way by Ian, who got all susan all excited because there was gossip i know
2: and wouldn't she just be like oh the gleason twins they play for the cricket team that my sister who now hates me is coaching
1: but she literally sort of got the cake out and the tea on oh i like this let's talk about them and all it was was they used to be ballroom dancers
0: obviously there was some consequential stuff this week but i I got the impression that the ian chat with susan and maybe the gleason twins and some other bits and bobs obviously that all this rabbit nonsense is setting us up as you know they did a bit of um set up mm. as we didn't they so are the are the gleason twins going to be the latest of these kind of previously off mic characters are going to be yanked um center stage uh sorry um matthew um, another masturbation <laughs> reference there sorry. um but um yeah uh, but i yeah i i hope not i can't i can't stomach much more of it you know these random characters turning up but it's quite it's quite a sort of chock-a-block at the moment but um
2: have you visualized them in your head the gleason twins
0: uh, I well, I mean, you just now I have. I'm thinking, um, what's his name? Um, oh God, help me out. Uh, um, Unis Stubbs and Eunice Stubbs and Lionel Blair. Lionel Blair.
1: What two Lionel Blairs?
0: Two Lionel Blairs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's good. I was thinking like the Chuckle Brothers.
0: Yeah, I think that's better, the Chuckle Brothers. But I mean, because they are spectacularly ugly men, I, I think they'll work better.
2: I think more. I had either Gilbert and George. Or uh, Toot and Plute, those two aliens that used to advertise pontins when I was a kid with the
0: with the blue <laughs> pony heads.
1: That's very niche. I'm
0: ashamed to say I've never seen a Toot and Plute. Ever.
1: <laughs> no? Do
0: you, do you remember them, Kerry?
1: Well, as you were speaking, I was thinking, what the f*** is he talking about? But then I was thinking, actually, yes, I think I do know.
2: But why them? I don't know. They just popped into my head. I remember going to Pontins, I think it was, as a kid, like me and my parents and my uncles and aunties. Mm. And I was. I think people used to go around it in toot and plute suits. And I remember being crushingly disappointed that they never visited our chalet. Uh, I think my dad said, they must have come while we were out. And I was like, oh, that doesn't, that doesn't <laughs> cut it, mate.
1: <laughs> oh. Matthew's
0: dad, if you're listening, um, I think we need to get in touch with the Make-A-Wish Foundation. <laughs> Matthew needs his toot and plute moment to sort of, um, you know,
2: yeah, make it like um, Adam Scott when he went on Jimmy Kimmel to say that, to, to confess that he'd invited Mark Hamill to his birthday party when he was in second grade and he didn't come and he's telling the story and then Mark Hamill just strolls on with a lightsaber <sighs> and he genuinely freaks out, starts oh. getting the shakes.
1: Right, so when you come to the UK on the 9th of April, me and Peter are going to rock up somewhere in a toot and plute suit.
2: <laughs> Maxie plute. Do it, I'll uh, I'll get on eBay.
1: In that club in Bristol that you're on about, or Stroud, definitely. Uh, honking horns, if you like.
2: Definitely, I mean that's the that's the call sign of um of creepy Easter bunnies. Mm. What do we think about Lily opening up to Beth so soon?
0: Beth's slightly pompous reaction annoyed me, but I, you know, I think I got the, you know, I think it's fairly obvious, isn't it? Lily wants to be found out. She's not happy.
1: Well, I can't think of any other reason she would tell this person. Mm. The mention of cocktails happened, didn't it? As if to say you'd have a couple of cocktails and then just tell almost a stranger. They do know each other a bit. But why would you suddenly tell her this very deep secret?
0: Especially when you've got the other Casey sister who would be much more plausible. What's her name? Steph. Mm. She's a lot more kind of um, raucous, isn't she? So,
2: well, Steph would be probably trying
0: to get the two of them together, yeah, so, so
2: she can join her and Liam can join in <laughs> this this soul. describe him
0: to me,: yeah.
2: <laughs> I like the bit that Beth said we're not into the same stuff, and I was like, "What? like swinging and orgies.
1: <laughs> yeah, because of their eight-year age difference.
2: Yeah, Beth'll get there..
1: <laughs> she was kind of jealous of Lily and Freddie, wasn't she, And Lily was like, "Oh, really?" Why why are you? There are somet there are often moments where Lily suddenly realizes that her and Freddie actually have quite a decent relationship for siblings, don't they?
2: Yeah. Um I thought that the Beth is, Beth is real moral high grain material, isn't she? She was like that with um Ben. Mm. about how he he jumped ship in a relationship and then she was like that here. I was getting a little bit angry that she was shit-talking Russ at the start and I was like, do not plant negative thoughts about our beloved Russ in Lily's (laughs) head.
1: Don't do it. She did not like that at all, did she, Lily? She called them the odd couple.
0: I was on Lily's side and I was on Matthew's side. I Mm. shouted with joy when the episode began and it was Russ.
1: Yes!
0: I was um in the kitchen on my own, I wasn't listening live, and I was like, Get in oh, no. this is what we want yeah. um and he was oh, he's so good, isn't he um yeah. and and you know I mean, I don't want to suck up to antonise I'm going to suck up to antonise. It just does such a marvelous job of pouring the oil all over Russ mm-hmm. making him it? so like when he was describing- you know when he when he was describing how did he put it when he's was you know, his day of uh day of um recovery recuperation finding myself something i can't remember exactly he said he'd ring fenced this morning <laughs>
1: to, to work on his composition
0: that's it yeah and you yeah well done
2: i found a channel showing ring fencing online
1: <laughs> <laughs> is it Pornhub, hub Mar- martin <laughs> martin who hang f- on martin?
2: <laughs> peter calls me michael you call me martin
1: <laughs> who am i
0: if it's Kerry, you know she means martin fry that's uh, who she's thinking of. Martin. <laughs> Have you got a crush on Martin Fry, Kerry?
1: Who's Martin Fry?
0: Uh, d- d- am I being stupid? No, I want, I'm want. i thinking the lead singer of um, ABC.
1: Oh, he is quite good, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, no, he doesn't float my boat. Oh, okay. Blonde, yeah, blonde you
0: see. Sorry, you, you don't like blonde, blonde men, Kerry?
1: No, I haven't tended to in my whole life. And Matthew and I don't stand a chance. Matthew's not blonde. Is he not? No, It's very well, dark. Peter, do you mm-hmm. know who I am? i have been doing this
2: podcast nearly a year.
1: You're thinking I... of Michael again.
0: <laughs> I thought Matthew had sort of uh, sandy coloured hair from the pictures. I've
1: only no. seen, the... no. seen him
0: in real life. I've only seen the pictures. Yeah, no, not really. Dark brown. Oh, okay, Ray. all right, okay. Well, so uh, if it's if it's the three of us on a desert island and we have to repopulate the human race, <laughs> Matthew, it's down to you. Okay, I'll step yeah. up. I... And right, who, who do I get?
2: What? <laughs> 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 She's saying we're gay Peter.
0: You know, if I if I was stuck on a desert island with a with a fella for the rest of my life, I I, I haven't been tempted so far, but I think you'd have to give it a go, wouldn't you?
2: I mean, Yeah, of you, course. You
0: know, it would be it would show incredible lack of imagination or kind of um curiosity or uh, um, and was slightly prejudiced.
1: Or well, even if it was Jacob Rees-Mogg. Jacob yeah. Rees-Mogg,
0: what I tell you one of us would I would not be the f- postman. In that scenario, <laughs> um, sorry, we're not. Sorry, no. Let me start again. He, I, I would be, I would be doffing my postman's cap. <laughs> I got, I got that delivery early. for you, yeah. I very aggressively said that I want to be sodomised by Jacob Rees-Mogg. I <laughs> <know>.
1: <laughs> Who knew when we began recording that we would end up here?
2: Well,
0: I've, I've actually got it in my notes.
1: <laughs> you probably do.
0: Look, I hadn't finished, caring. I just want people to really know that if. I have sex with Jacob Rees-Mogg. He is going to be on top of me. I mean, <laughs> um, well, what were we talking about? We were well. Sandy <laughs> Hare. Uh, A- ABC. Island, Matthew, Terry. Yeah. Kerry, Martin Fry. Yeah.
1: You see, I've always liked, you know, like Cary Grant, Brian Ferry. They're always like tall, dark, kind of. I mean, Cary Grant was probably gay, actually. Anyway. Brian's got dark hair. Let's talk about him. But he
0: was fairly peripheral this week, wasn't he? He was, um, mm. and he, but you, the reason you want to talk about him, Kerry, he was he was very much good man, Brian. This week, wasn't he? he? Was Brian the Brian the secret agent trying to work with his staff to uh, undo the evil machinations of um, Justin?
1: Yeah, I can't wait for this to all come to fruition and for Justin to get completely owned i mean he got sacked from the cricket team didn't he that i quite enjoyed that when tracy got rid of him uh it was funny when he turned up actually wasn't it at practice in his loafers which uh, boo men in loafers not not cool and he brought brought his trusty old bat which was nice for him to bring lillian but i don't think she likes <laughs> cricket that much <laughs>
2: Oh, very good. I I suspected that when he went to the changing room he was going to emerge in his daffodil costume.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: this this'll this put off Darrington. Mind games.
1: That was another thing, because when Tracy was originally having this idea about geriatric cricket.
0: No, Carrie, no. <laughs> <laughs> we very rarely have crosswords on air or off air, actually. But I'm sorry, a line has to be drawn.
1: I know, it's so right. terrible. No
0: more Jerry extra cricket.
1: <laughs> but when she started talking about it, it was as if she'd invented the bloody thing. And now they're talking about, oh, we'll never beat Darrington veterans or Durrington veterans. So everyone's doing it. And Ambridge are actually the last village in the whole world to have a veterans thing.
2: Didn't Darrington just copy her idea? Oh did they? I think they said last week even Darrington are doing it. So I think they they're oh. they yeah, I liked the um she gave Justin his cards in the pub, didn't she? Um Yeah. When the and uh she <laughs> I liked the way she roped Tony into the uh hmm. into the firing where she was just like, you know, Tony might be shit, but he's not a shit.
0: I <laughs> loved that. I absolutely loved that. <laughs> and he was so weak the way that he didn't. I mean, he didn't even, he's like, oh, so used to it from his mother. Mm. Oh, okay. I guess I am a bit rubbish. Okay, then. Oh,
1: oh no, And he even broke, no, he didn't break his finger, but he injured his finger in practice, didn't he? He sort of just portrayed as such pathetic individual. Yeah,
2: it, it's bad. When you go for a cricket catch and it bends your finger back and you drop it, that's when all your teammates are legally obliged to call you wank hands.
1: <laughs> and he dropped a bollock with Jazza. Yeah.
2: Who's told Tony, by the way?
1: Nobody
2: knows. This is that uh, annoying me.
1: There was a really good tweet about it actually. Let me find it.
0: While you're finding it, Kerry, is it just the idea Tony's not a gossip, so if it's they they said it spread far and wide through the visit the village, so almost because it's through Tony, it shows you just how it has uh. coverage maybe. Like they, uh, we're supposed to believe it's all over the village, and Tony's a good way of it not being one of the usual suspects. So it's a kind of subconscious way of saying yes. Oh, well, that's a really. good
1: point. Uh, yeah. I
0: mean, I might be overthinking it.
1: I found the tweet. Who talks to Tony at all must be Pat, who must have got it from Kathy, who heard it at Grey Gables from Roy, who heard it from Kenton, who heard it from Richard Thwaite who heard it from Sabrina, who heard it from Justin which looks like proof of an affair.
2: Oh, my. (laughs) Where are the Gleason twins in all of
1: this? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, in the same costume, honking around the village.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was a bit rough for Susan, her nickname she's got for Brian, when she said to Neil, after the loyalty, you've shown that pig unit.
0: (laughs) That's right. That's what we went off, off on a tangent about. You brought it back, Matthew. Uh, it was Brian. We were talking about Brian. Kerry was saying how lovely mm. Brian is, then, mm-hmm. and then suddenly we were talking about um, uh, having sex with Jacob Reese Morgan Islands. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, ju- um, Justin was Justin was absolute poison, wasn't he?
1: Was he this week? He wasn't. He there was one thing he said which was, um, whilst you are employed at Barrow Farm, you need to be discreet, or something.
0: Yeah did you not Did you not want to climb through the radio and just choke him out?
1: Yeah, that was awful. I mean, I hate him, but this week he didn't feature quite as much as an evil person, did he? It was more discussion around him. He didn't do much that was awful. He turned up to cricket, did really well. Then Tracy accidentally found out that, you know, he was ditching Jazzer and sacked him.
2: You quite often see on, um, like, leftist Twitter, people will screenshot an email from an employer basically saying, we're firing you um but you're not allowed to discuss the t- legally the terms of your firing mm-hmm. and it felt a little bit like that from justin yeah he, probably, he appeared from like behind a curtain in the pub didn't he <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when hannah and jazza were like trying to have a quiet pint and reconcile mm. yeah he's a, i mean i know he's omnipresent in the bull because he's got a stake in it hasn't he but it's um yeah he'd uh he's a right old buzzkill yeah.
0: Other weeks, I might have said that I found his level of kind of patrician, uh, uh, patronising, sort of talking down to those guys, sort of unrealistic. But then, obviously, pianos happened in the last ten days. So.
1: Oh God, yeah. Oh, he actually, he actually did coach Tony his batting stance in the bull, which is awful, isn't it? It's like correcting yeah, someone's behaviour in public.
0: And, and you know, and it's also like um. It's a hobby, so you've got to know your place, haven't you? People are there to relax, mm-hmm. and nothing says um, "don't relax" like sort of being backseat driven, mm-hmm. uh, or you know, you know, chided or corrected. But uh,
2: I, yeah. I reckon he's gonna. There's going to be sporting espionage, and he's going to go over and play for Darrington, and it's going to be touch and go in the game. And then Trace is going to bowl him and body line and take an eye out. <laughs>
0: Uh, What was his name? Douglas Jardine. Yes. Yeah. Tracy's going to be the Douglas Jardine of the Ambridge Cricket Club.
2: Played by Hugo Weaving, wasn't he? Many, many years ago on Channel 4.
1: I liked it when Tracy said, um, I'm much more Gareth Southgate than Jose Mourinho with her um, coaching techniques. Do you think she is though? She's not as softly, softly as Gareth, is she? Well,
0: Jose's, Jose's reputation is going through a bit of a rehabilitation at the moment. Uh, he's doing fine work at Roma. Um, uh, uh, Matthew's buddy, um, Tammy Abra- Abraham, has yeah. gone over there um, to, and he's working incredibly well under him. So that's you know a young man who's worked with him in the anyway. But mm. Jose, I mean, I'm not trying to tell off the scriptwriters, but it, they could
1: have they could have done, done a better job with that. Alex Ferguson might have been better. Mm.
2: Tammy got about 30 goals when he played on loan for Bristol City as well. There's a very good video of him scoring a goal, running and hugging a, a ball boy. Very, very cute. Mm.
1: Seems
0: like a likeable man.
1: Ah, uh, Yeah, so Tracy sacked Justin. Tracy fell out with Susan about her and having known for weeks and weeks. And I liked when Tracy said, "Um, it's all right for you. You're up there on that cruise ship with Brian while we're on a pedalo. <laughs> I thought, bloody hell, the Am is getting busy, both ways, isn't it, yeah. at this point? <laughs>
2: you have to moor it. I mean, is there any room left now that serendipity is there?
1: <laughs> oh. Rex is
2: probably like, I bloody came here for some peace and quiet. Now there's Brian in his oligarch yacht <laughs> and Jazza and Tracy going up and down in a peddler.
1: Mm. What else happened? Oh, Tony in his Tamworths as well. He's really taking to the rewilding, isn't he?
2: Yeah, and he was trying to get a rise out of well, Brian was trying to get a rise out of him, wasn't he? By mm. right, just going bloody hippie nonsense, what the, <laughs> what the f- you doing messing around with that? Tony's like, I'm not biting, and then he just proceeded to bite. <laughs> I thought it was quite a good scene. That mm. yeah. When he arrived and he said, uh, "Adam's at the bar." I thought Tony was going to be like, uh, "Actually, I've got to go." <laughs>
1: <laughs> but Brian did say, uh, "Yes, this—you re- know—it's all very well this rewilding, but it's not going to feed the country or the world or something." Wasn't that
2: just the agricultural klaxon for the week? That storyline,
1: uh-huh. probably.
0: I find I, I find all that stuff quite fascinating. I mean, I I might be one of the few people who actually enjoys all the agricultural stuff on the show.
1: Yeah. I did write notes saying I'm really torn between being fascinated about how it all works and being bored, stupid the minute they start talking about it. Someone did send me
2: a link to Rewilding Portugal. Um, so I might have a might have a, a closer look at that. But uh, no, I think it's quite interesting. It's like, and, and Brian's perspective is you just do naff all, don't you? You just buy a field and then don't do anything with it. But I think there is. There's mm. more to it than that, which is hence its place on the archers.
1: Yeah, because the pigs were going to, Tony said that they would, would sort of snuffle around and open up the ground to more uh, dif- diverse plants. Is that right?
2: Mm-hmm. That, well, that, that was the whole idea with the Rex's pigs at Lower Loxley as well, wasn't it?
1: Mm.
0: And Yellowstone, Yellowstone, they uh, they reintroduced wolves and it completely transformed the whole thing because it forced the... Uh, it it was the reverse. It forced all the deer off the low ground, up into the hills. So all of this ground that had been churned and ruined by the, the hooves of the deer was suddenly could grow, and all the insects could come back.
2: Maybe Rex could do that. He could, re, if he can find him, he can reintroduce wolf. He was at the baptism last week.
0: <laughs> Loads of wolf. Was that was it on end raw that I stood up for wolf.
2: Uh it was off it was off air because off you, air. Yeah, it was last week, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, he got a kicking. But he's no apparently Wolf's a very nice man. He runs a gym in New Zealand.
2: Oh uh, yeah. Well I didn't say he wasn't a nice man, I said that apparently he used to go shopping in his leotard mm. and just to... Yeah,
0: but that's like, you know I'm not saying he's not a nice man, just that he's a massive racist. Oh you know, like I mean the idea of being thirsty <laughs> for and going around in a, a, a you know, a, a, a skin type <laughs> gladiators leotard i mean it doesn't say the best thing about i mean anyway i'm not trying to i'm not trying to start a one-man wolf fan club and i'm um...
1: i'll go on Peter. do i'd love i'd love to watch that
0: yeah any if anyone's if anyone wants to say anything bad about wolf they have to come through me <laughs> <He concluded>. um... <laughs> are you
2: going to get jet to to stick up for him as well
0: my uh, distant cousin um diane Udale. Uh, yes by my step by my stepfather um do you know what? I mean, I wonder if I can even get in touch with that. The person I am very distantly related to is Posh Spice.
1: Oh, yeah? Oh.
0: So but that's on my dad's side. So, you know.
1: I mean, there is a resemblance.
0: <laughs> uh, what, well, <well>, both squeaky-voiced, <laughs> talentless. <laughs>
2: Lives on a diet of Walker's
0: Crisps.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Likes wearing caramel leather trousers.
0: That would be a perfect opportunity to do a segue to Ian and his um, absolute love of... Um, Angel Delight, wouldn't it? Is it caramel?
1: But- yeah, Butterscotch, which I oh, think they've so purposefully nice. chosen that because it's Nigella Lawson has a love for Butterscotch, Angel Delight.
0: I wasn't allowed Angel Delight when I was a kid. Um, and so it was, you know, so it was a, it was a real treat. I, I, I had a Chris in my life who stopped me from having it at home. So it was a real, you know, it was a red letter day when I'd go around no. someone's house and they would have, they would have Angel Delight um but and i'm i was shocked they still did it i don't I think i don't think i've even seen it on the shelves
1: god i had it definitely and uh, my kids had it too
0: mm.
2: how big is um is susan's pantry because she seemed to be getting it for four hours he <laughs> was like you're joking are you joking with me are you teasing are you teasing me i was like get the... she's obviously got it just get it out
1: and when he said, um, what's your, she said, what's your idea? You know, because she was talking about self-care and he needs, you know, a bath. You need a bath. That's a nice thing to say to somebody, isn't it? Um, You know, when what's your favourite dinner? And I was cause slightly on tenterhooks thinking, oh, what's Ian, the chef, going to say here? And he, he said tomato soup, didn't he?
2: Yes, tomato soup with bread and cheese.
1: Hmm. And then she went, Oh, and I know what you'd like for pudding. Rice pudding. I thought, what a fing awful meal. Tomato soup, which is great, followed by rice pudding.
2: Yeah, that's complete lie on the sofa feeling uncomfortably
1: full, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Not good at all. Uh yeah, the angel of delight. Was it like oh, are we supposed to just think, oh, they're bonding. That's nice.
2: I just don't, it's a little bit um, annoying the way he keeps using, I know, Mm. when I listen to the podcast, I realise I have uh, phrasal ticks as well. But Ian just constantly says, now you're talking, now you're asking. (laughs) It just goes (laughs) round and round in a loop.
1: Oh, He is worried about his job as well, isn't he? They did mention that because when he left the uh, Grey Gables, there were three tables only. And I thought, wouldn't he say covers? But anyway, yeah. And
2: she he said to Susan, "Are there you? You had a bad day, and he went. oh, they're all bad days at the minute." It's like you live with Adam, mate. What do What do you expect?
1: <laughs> and Susan was talking about. Oh, this was to Tracy, though, wasn't it? It wasn't to Ian. Where she said she keeps waking up and finding Neil tossing <laughs> yes. and turning
2: yeah for weeks that's what let the cat out of the bag wasn't it yes
0: yeah, shula tapping at the window
1: <laughs> oh yeah i forgot all about that mm. i know
2: in, in any other scenario neil's behavior if he hadn't told susan would just have her reaching for the lasagna dish to clout him again because she'd be convinced he's going back to shula for a yeah, bit more
1: Yeah, very true Oh, do you know, I've forgotten of Shula's existence and that was a very lovely place.
0: Sorry, that's a cruel thing to do. I I apologise.
1: Oh,
2: gosh. She'd almost gone. Uh, another thing Tracy was moaning about, um, well, like Rex will have to move the boat again because apparently Brad sh- Brad's wearing boats for shoes now.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Well done, Matthew. So she's been relying on Jazza's
2: dough a little bit. She said, "I was quite surprised at that because she was the one mm. advising him with her little notebook that she gave to him about how to manage his finances." And now she said she wouldn't have coped without his input. I was like, eh?
0: "She did list the the things yeah. gone wrong." It does feel like they're revving up for an austerity Britain. Um, uh, you know, uh, what's it? What's what's the thing we're going through at the moment? The cost oh, of living crisis. Thank you. Cost of living crisis. Mm. There's it does feel like there's going to be a cost of living crisis um, plot coming up. And I don't, I wish it wasn't Tracy and Jazza, but I mean, I guess it makes sense because you just, you know how friends, they live in that ridiculous loft and you never really query, oh, well, you should query, but you never really query the fact they live in these kind of like palatial surroundings. And you just assume that, you know, Tracy goes off to, um, to, you know, work at the, but of course she's probably on, she's probably on what the conservatives so generously call a living wage, isn't isn't she? huh. <laughs> So it makes sense that she would be Mm. fairly careful with her money. But you just don't think of it that way because money's money's never really held to task in the arches.
1: Yeah. There there are lots of people talking about worrying around income and the cost of things. You're right. Yeah, These were written, I don't know, what is it, six weeks ago at least? i guess we knew austerity was coming but it seems to be you know the fuel prices i did tweet the other day about how are people like tracy and the grundies going to cope with the fuel hike that's happening in april and then there's going to be another one in october isn't there
0: yeah
2: the limo will have to go <laughs> yeah gas yeah. Gu- can't we have that gas guzzler <laughs> driving round the lanes
1: They'll have to set it on fire and sit round it or something.
2: It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be due to like utility bills. It's going to be Terry one phone.
1: <laughs> Terry no phones. Terry no phones. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Terry smoke signals. Yeah. Uh, Terry carrier pigeon.
1: Yeah. Terry letters. <laughs> <laughs> Terry telegrams.
2: Oh, that's better.
1: <laughs> Peter, you got any Terrys? <laughs> uh, Oh, have I? I once sent a telegram. Have you two ever sent a telegram?
2: No, uh, one of my aunts did when she couldn't get to my parents' wedding. I think my mum found that recently. Isn't that like quaint?
1: A, mm. She
2: was in Germany backpacking or whatever and she couldn't get back mm. um, or couldn't finance the trip back. Yeah, I read a
0: few out. At
1: weddings. Um, yeah. yeah. And such. That, that's weird, isn't it? That weddings had telegrams. I sent my telegram to Derek Randall.
2: Did it say, Derek, please lift the injunction? I'm better now.
1: <laughs> See, he's dark haired as well. He? <laughs> he was another of my obsessions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I was only about, oh my God, like 13 or something when I sent him.
0: There's definitely yeah. a formula.
1: Of my men.
0: Hefty, dark haired lads.
1: He wasn't hefty, was he? I, th- I feel like he was quite wiry and a bit sort of bent double a bit. Somehow,
0: okay. So disfigured, lumpen, <laughs> heavy, dark-haired men,
1: charismatic, fun,
0: <laughs> and Brian Ferry,
1: <laughs> oh,
2: <beast laughs> bastard. You got any of his books, Kerry? Derek Randall?
1: No. Mm. Oh, that's another present you can get me. <laughs> yeah,
2: along with the signed Brian Ferry lyrics.
0: Imagine being one of Carrie's parents walking into your little darling <laughs> girl's room and there's all these kind of like men who look like, so if, uh, uh, what's it called? Hod Carriers up on the wall. They're it's like, <laughs> like, oh, oh you're more, more worried about little Hod oh, oh, Carrie, And she's there blue tacking another. <laughs> <laughs> no. The Derek Randall poster up on the wall.
1: Yeah. And Brian, I'll, I'll tell you who else I used to fancy. Jimi Hendrix.
0: Oh, okay. Come on. I that's mean, yeah. yeah.
1: Also dark haired.
2: (laughs) I think my mum passed on going to see um, Jimi Hendrix at the Moon Club in Cheltenham because there was something else going on that night. Oh, no. She did see it. She she saw a fair few like Pink Mm. Floyd and stuff back in the day. Oh,
1: speaking of which, Freddie's DJing.
2: Yeah. What
1: is he talking about? Do DJs honestly have equipment that has bubbles and smoke coming out of it?
0: I got really annoyed about that. I just,
1: yeah,
0: I know it's a show. Look, you know, you're you're a lady of a certain age, Kerry. Mm -hmm. And I catching up when you know it's not Mm -hmm. a show for hip young, um, hip young cats and kids on the street, right? But please, just try and make it vaguely realistic. So if you do, we've said this before, right? He's supposed to be what is he twenty two? Whatever, right? And he's banging on about a two hundred quid dry ice. First of all, any DJ equipment that he's considering using professionally is not going to be 200 quid straight up. I out know. You don't even know, right. And even secondhand and dry ice and bubbles. He's supposed to be, he's been sort of he, all the young people in the village have been heard for, have all sort of a uh, uh, paid testament to, you know, uh, testimony to what a talented young man he is when it comes to um, spinning the wheels of steel. Do they say that Matthew?
1: I, th- I think it's still acceptable to say that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway, micro rant over, but it me crazy,
1: it was bad, which which made me write down if he's buying such shit equipment, what music is freddie playing? Oh I
2: mean, I think it's a mixture of chart and um and old classics that you can dance to.
0: Hello, everybody. ah uh, right now, um better go and get a drink cause black lace is coming on in a minute. Whoop whoop! I was once <laughs> at a wedding
2: at the british legion club in bristol and the dj was playing the dj looked like something out of phoenix nights and he he played rhythm is a dancer which i think as far as he was concerned was like playing like futuristic drum and bass or something and about halfway through he just faded it down and went anyone know how Rover's got on and just oh, faded
1: it back up that is brilliant though yeah isn't it at least he's not trying to you know like Freddie's like i'm an entrepreneur which um, he had to look up yeah
0: are we so Are we so old now that we're actually missing out on the fact that there could be some kind of trend for kind of ironic mm-hmm. naff disco? NAF disco's actually come back.
2: Maybe are we're we, the
1: idiots here, guys.
2: Yeah. I know. If I go to see Huey and there's a dry ice machine and bubbles, I'm going to be, my face is going to be red.
1: Nice. <laughs> yeah. Oops.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then Huey goes, uh, can anyone tell me how Bristol are doing?
2: <laughs> <laughs> he... He Up until recently, he lived in Froome, which is where my cat went to live.
0: You don't need to tell me about Froom, Matthew. No,
2: I know, I know you know. And
0: that's my granny's from.
2: Yeah, and uh, he also bizarrely had a stake in the, my local pub that was on the corner, around the corner from me in Dublin, the Dice Bar, which is no more,
0: sadly. Mm. Froom was slightly ruined for me because if you come into Froome from one side, the nunny side, you see the big colour roll factory.
2: Is that the one that um, Yvette George Fielding's Osborne. family opened? George,
0: George Osborne. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the one. George yeah. Osborne's family. Uh, oh, is, yeah. yes, that's, where his, that's where the filthy Osborne millions come from, is they own colour roll.
1: Speaking of ruining things, Amy. Oh, <laughs> yay!
0: Kerry looked at the clock. Kerry looked at her list I of topics.
1: Do. Yep, you should see yeah. me, can't you? We can
0: do this quickly. Uh, oh, f***ing Amy. I, I just, I've had enough. Yeah,
1: that is because her name, actually.
0: Yeah, I've had My enough.
1: Amy. I did feel
0: sorry for her, to be fair. I did think, and also um. and also, I will say this, given, and I, I said this about four or five weeks ago, I did suggest that given a little bit more meat, a little bit more something to get her teeth into, the actress would be able to, you know, show her true colours. And I thought she was, the, the actress was a lot better this week, even if Amy is still obviously appalling we want rid of her. I didn't <laughs> well, I'm with
2: Theo here. I am with her here I thought I thought she did a bit a bit of a better job actually this week
0: with the crisis
1: oh do you know what she only did at the points at which she was going <laughs> that was it
0: but you're quite stuck in your ways Kerry <laughs> so is there any chance that the grudge is deep and hard to put down
1: oh it definitely is yeah I don't like her at all <laughs>
2: I like the bit when she said to Alice, um, "I slept with Chris," and Alice went, (laughs) "Yes." I was just like, it would just be great if Alice just continued laughing. Like,
1: (laughs) I can't believe he did that. Yeah, (laughs) but what a good point. Yeah, because then she went, "You're not joking," and it was annoying that she went, "My husband, Chris." I thought, well, you haven't referred to him as that for a very long time, have you? You're just using that as a bit of a weapon, there, aren't you?
0: Is there anything they said that? that was missed out. So for instance all the obvious stuff was said. Uh he you know um we're not married anymore chris said that amy said the same thing. Um alice pointed out that it you know was more it was more about um friendship the betrayal of the friendship you know they they did they covered all the but was there anything mm. did you walk away with any kind of like sort of subtlety of thoughts about it like yeah,
1: i i did i did think i didn't know that dwarfs were involved <laughs> um because chris said i was lonely stressed sad confused i thought there's only three more (laughs) i
2: I mean i i did a punch the air moment in the kitchen when alice just said oh stop whinging chris i was like yes why didn't the media say that
0: yeah I, i that's it i last week when i was ill it's a shame well not for everyone else but um, um, actually <laughs> if you look at the downloads last week was our biggest week ever absolutely enormous numbers no mm-hmm. way yeah massive anyway that i haven't told you yet but anyway really big, oh, that's a whole nother thing yeah. um but uh uh yeah um but something weird has happened the numbers are shot up anyway um
1: is it gonna plummet now you're back then
0: <laughs> well, let's see <laughs> Interesting. everyone in my dad's village probably
1: Oh yes, that's true.
0: That's a very good point, actually. Get him on yeah. every week, <laughs> Matthew. You should, uh, yeah, maybe do, do an extra one with your dad.
2: Oh, I don't think he'd like that. <laughs>
0: he not? No, well, that was quite. It was quite nice seeing your little back and forth. Anyway, I did have a lot to say last week, and and then and then I, you know, I couldn't. So I will just try and do it in twenty seconds. I, Chris has been cemented as my my most hated character, perhaps of all time. Think of all of the awful versions of all the people who've been in The arches for the last 30 or 40 years I've mm. been listening. Chris is now top of the pile. Goodbye Pip, goodbye Pat.
1: The Shula, lost, Helen. All of them. Mm.
0: In fact, you can combine them into one. I detest him so much. Mm-hmm. Just hearing him on air makes me sort of just want to smash things.
1: Mm. Did you agree with us when we, I, well, I presume you listened to the podcast. Yeah. We did. did
0: the editing wasn't that bad, was it,
1: Terry? <laughs> yeah, you edited it, didn't you? Sorry. <laughs> You were listening when you edited, weren't yeah. you? <laughs> yeah.
0: Controversy, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, but I agree with you. Awful, awful man. Yeah. Really, you know, just terrible and stupid. And I thought Ali- um, the Alice actress, I wish I could remember. Is she Daisy Badger? Is it?
2: No, that's Pip.
1: Oh, sorry. It's oh. Fielding. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Um, or Jimi Hendrix. I can't remember. Anyway, she- I-, I just think she's cracking that episode this week where at the end of it where amy she went get out of my house and then just let out that guttural sort of scream cry frustration thing was brilliant i i think she's doing a magnificent job
2: yeah i yeah. was forced i was forced to leave an audio in the whatsapp group i was so impressed with her scream
1: mm.
2: Who who had the best one who had the best kind of um, marching orders then. Because Tracy had two, didn't she? She went, give me my mug, give my mug back <laughs> and get out. Yes. Which is very John Wayne. Mm. Um, she also told Justin to do one. And, <laughs> and Alice just, yeah. What was it you said, Kerry? Get out of my house. I was like, oh, we've all been feeling like that.
1: Yeah, get out of my pub.
0: I'm very biased, but I Tracy for me.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: loved it. Well, obviously also the, because um, the thing about Amy is I dislike, I dislike the character being in the show but i don't dislike amy as a person you know, mm. you know what i mean like there's a subtlety right it's us a bit i, I just, do like, <laughs> you really don't like it
1: no,
2: i mean do either of you two think that there is any vehicle for her in this soap opera for staying in it now i i don't what does it what purpose does it serve
0: they could just change a personality again that's what they do all the time at the moment i'm yeah. not I'm, you know you've heard the rant before but mm.
2: i thought russ was a little warmer this week actually and a little less pretentious but
0: uh don't you know. they They shouldn't mess with russ that's you know and actually if they have it's been long enough since russ was on um, and and Denise was on the show that that could have been a reaction to our enthusiasm a cruel cruel knockdown from the, <laughs> from the, from the, <laughs> the writers they try to try and take something from us that we cherish so dearly mm,
1: yeah revenge. Um, I did think it was interesting that Chris when Amy was banging on the door at 6am and sort of went, I've told Alice about us. He went, what have you done that for? And then was very cold to her saying to Alice, you know, if if, if you left me, if, if I had my way we'd still be together. It was all very it's a stupid thing. It shouldn't have happened.
0: He's being awful.
1: Yeah. So, you know, those feelings that Supposedly, Amy and Chris had for each other. Well, he, his have disappeared. Yeah, he's playing best me. He? Yeah, hers have resulted in her sort of sobbingly realizing she's totally messed up. Uh, and so she bloody should sob. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It's just. <laughs> She's realising, you know, the last scene where she was going, I should never have done it. And there, I was really close to her and I was helping her. And now she's got no one to go to. Yes, yes, you should have thought of that when you still had your tights on.
0: There's a planet the size of our sun that's as smooth as a billiard ball. That is how on the fence Kerry is about (laughs) Amy. The entire celestial object of smoothness.
1: Well... You know what I mean? I do love Tracy though. You're right about her. She's fearless, isn't she? I love how she's like, right, he's a prick. I'm going to tell him. Yeah. I'll oh, call it.
2: down in a minute, Elliot. <laughs> what does that involve?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She it's didn't cool.
2: accept his point, did she? Um, Jazzer oh, yeah. took his. Jazzer's not going to turn down a point of Shire's. Mm. But Tracy was like, keep
0: it.
1: Yeah. She's a woman of principles, isn't she? Yeah. Keep it, snake.
0: It's uh someone said it on um Twitter. It was the there were uh, Russ coming back. Um, the Tracy and um jazz mm. scenes were some much needed sugar to help the medicine go down. Um, this week,
1: yeah, Lower Loxley was very refreshing. Very refreshing indeed.
0: So Alice let out a guttural scream mm. to um finish that episode. Is that how we're going to close out?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm going to do a guttural scream about the person who left a review. <laughs> for us, which was a glowing review. Thank you so much. Morello 7777, who the title of the review was Unmissable. And she put, I think it's a she. I could be wrong. Just when I thought I couldn't love this podcast more, Kerry proposes a gladiator's name for Chris that is so perfect, so witty that I had to readjust my admiration to a whole new level. A totally enjoyable and uplifting listen. Two stars. (laughs) So Morello, love. I just think it's a woman. I don't know why. I could be totally wrong. Um, Did you mean to put two stars for that? Uh, mm. Or, I mean, if they
2: they have really high standards, which they do have if they're listening to us, just make yourself known to us. Let us know how we can get up to three stars.
1: (laughs) Very good point. Yeah. What, what do we need to do to impress you?
2: Or, or the next time you write a review, make sure your cat's nowhere near the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you know. Oh yeah, it was. It, we had a little chuckle about that. So we, we thought do. we, we don't always. We I know we post the reviews on Instagram and you do on Twitter as well, but um and Facebook. But I think yeah, that one gave us all a chuckle because mm. it, it's like the build up, <laughs> and it's like oh, okay. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, and uh, yes, if you would like to tweet us or, you know, mention us in the tweet along or whatever, we're at the Cider Shed pod and we've reached 2,002 followers. Mm. Woo! Mm. So I'm so, I've been desperate to crack that 2K milestone. So thank you so much, everybody who has followed us in recent weeks. Um, we've, we've, Cross that little line in time for our anniversary, which is ninth of April.
0: One year anniversary, mm. which is you know pretty remarkable. I know, it feels it feels odd. It feels is odd it? to have spent a year of my life every week plodding off to the garden shed. <laughs> 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 Let's talk about the arches. To do this, not two people I've never actually met. I
1: know, Peter, we're going to meet next Friday. Yeah. Oh How, yeah. Aren't we? mm-hmm well, yeah. if you show up, I bet well, you don't.
0: I've got a week to dye my hair black. I mean, this is the, <laughs> this is the thing. Matthew, uh, so if <laughs> uh, if people want to leave glowing reviews or say nice things or chat, about, um, chat with uh, fellow listeners, where do they go?
2: They can go to our Facebook group, which is the Cider Shed podcast, or they can go to our Instagram, which is gaining followers on a daily basis, which is the Cider Shed pod. And yeah, like I said before, when I when I post the episode on Facebook, generally on a Sunday, just give it a little like, give it a share really helps get the podcast out there and uh, leave, um, leave the aforementioned iTunes reviews, five stars, try, try to hit the five star <laughs> if you're leaving a glowing review mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that helps us too.
0: And if you want to uh, um, send any critical feedback, then hello at the dot com. Um, it'll come through to me, get stuck in, Tell me what you think of me. When did I, you
1: last receive an email on that email address? Oh,
0: really, it, as I've said, it used to get loads of emails and nothing crickets.
2: The last crickets. one he, the last one he got was from Derek Randall. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's um so it's three of us this week. Uh, it's mm. gonna be three of us next week. Um, uh, and yeah, it's good to be back. Um, and I really enjoyed last week. Actually, it was nice to listen to you two. Um, but even better to talk to you. So, thanks as always. And uh, yeah, see you next week. Um, guys, uh, breaking news we finished the podcast and um, I was then asked, quite rightly, to check the inbox. I hadn't checked while I'd been ill. And we have an email. We have an email. And it's uh, normal this, but you might be asking yourself, what could it possibly be about to make us come back on air, Kerry?
1: I'm so thrilled about this. Thank you so much, Laura J in Arizona, USA, in case you were wondering where Arizona was. Um, she has written an email saying, uh, "This is the Hi, Kerry, this is the second time I've made your pea rugs. Obviously, the first time was so successful, I wanted to make them again. The batch was completely vegan because the ones that I do have got bacon and onions inside. They're the lovely bready things that are Latvian. Uh, this batch was lower. Uh, I used some whole wheat flour, didn't do the egg wash. So that's one reason they aren't as attractive as yours. She put veggie sausage, mushrooms, and peppers in hers. Good on you. Mm-hmm, nice. Uh, when I ran out of filling, I filled the rest with pesto and sun dried tomatoes, all delicious. They freeze well and are great to grab for lunch. Since it's easily veganized, maybe you'll want to share the recipe with your new employer. Ooh, yes very good because i work for a plant-based recipe kit company everybody um thank you so much for sharing this recipe regards to matthew and peter long live the cider shed way so yeah that's bloody lovely thank you so much laura
0: Mm. it's pronounced p rug actually kerry but anyway um yeah
1: (laughs) and she sent a photograph Yes, I will we'll post that. we will post that. Yeah, thank you. We'll, we'll,
0: we'll, we'll pop that on the twitters. um Yeah, so there you go. A uh, little, little bit of a uh, extra stuff. Bye. <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>.
1: bye. <laughs> That's made me laugh. Your abrupt bye made me laugh. <laughs>
0: oh, well, you know, I am who I am, Kerry. I'll keep listening as well. Let's <laughs> right, see you.
2: And our...